millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Well, now you know what this is, but you wouldn't live. Such a busy beaver. This is the soundtrack to War Games, 1983. Unfortunately, it comes with... You know, they took a they took a, a gamble, and they said, you know, it's probably something new age would be good for this, and so this is what we got here, <laughs> where the music soundtrack has to sound like some of the games that they play. Experiment with new sounds. We're making a technical movie. So I am bringing this to your attention, Alice, mm-hmm. because first of all, uh, how are you enjoying the rest of your Bloody Mary, which was just tweeted about? All sorts. So inappropriate. All it's sorts so of, invasive to have somebody God, come around and tweet. Pick. I was here doing my work, putting Joelle. together, putting together this, um, putting together this. Uh, this program, and you were crunching over there at a decibel <laughs> level never before heard. And I don't understand, Alice, why... It I w- was given that stick of celery by you. What if I choose to eat it? <laughs> so what? What are you laughing at now? You checking your Twitter? Yes, uh, hold on. How are your supporters... I'm trying feeling to... about you tweeting pictures of me eating. The I have 100 percent support. Not surprisingly, <laughs> not surprisingly. Somebody uh, said no jury would convict me. What? No way. No way. Where are you, Alice? Right. Burn peril. Burn peril. So the reason I bring this up is because I watched. Um... <laughs> you didn't tag me. In it. How am I supposed to know anything? I retweeted the tweet that you tweeted. Did you? Oh, you're from Alice, the burn right? Barrel. You tweeted it from the burn barrel. That's why. I know. I know. Alice Shattuck. All right. Here you are. 
<laughs> Somebody said I chew kind of loud. Yeah, you think? I don't want a spit take. <clears throat> oh, oh no. She did a spit take just a week ago. This is how we've progressed. Okay, guys. So the reason I've, I had the 22 tweet that. So so um, I saw um, I saw War Games with my sons yesterday. We were all... Alice went to get drunk with her... Uh, her uh, Don't leak any sorry. details oh, about that. That's a secret society. Okay. Yeah. Alice is part of a secret society that we're going to tell you about in a bit, but not, we're not going <laughs> to disclose any names or anything. So anyway, so I, I was in the, the girls... Our daughter slept had a sleepover. So it was me and the boys... We rocked the mobile station. I d- uh, broke out my mobile credit card. Preferred member, Alice. Preferred member. Mm-hmm. Do I like to... Uh, I think you have like a $300 credit limit yes, at the sir. mobile let's station, not, honey. Let's not boast in front of the listeners, <laughs> Alice, that I do very well. Yes, okay. it's $300. Um, and, um, and so we, the boys and I got some food. I'm, of course, ripped and on a diet, so I didn't get anything there for me. But, but I got You them. didn't just put your mouth under the nacho cheese dispenser? It is not beyond me to do it. Believe me, had there been an armed robbery where the cashier got shot dead uh, as the sirens were coming, I guarantee you. <laughs> it would be odd security footage, I tell you, Alice. I wouldn't, as embarrassed as you are already of me, I think this, this it would certainly be a capper. He's not even doing first aid to the cashier who's bleeding to death on the ground. He's literally got his mouth on the cheese dispenser. This is, Alice, really? You're not going to be able to make it through this? So I did a spit take last week, too. So anyway, the War Games movie, and we're going to get to some of the politics going on. Now, are you going to be okay? Do you need to eat more of your Bloody Mary? Just keep going. Alice can't stir her Bloody Mary, by the way, because much like when I give the dog who's sitting next to her a piece of uh, uh, meat, you know, she's too ravenous, and she assumes that essentially I gave her a salad that was sitting in a cup. And so she went and just ate her celery down. <laughs> ate her celery down. Now she's got no way to stir her Bloody Mary. <laughs> Why do you and, need to stir it? <laughs> Forget it. In the West, there's a lot of things people do for pleasure, Alice. You'll see. <laughs> I know that uh, Klektor 7, your ship just landed here recently, but there's all sorts of human customs that you'll... Did you eat the glass, too? <clears throat> really, Alice? Come on, Alice. We've got an important show to do. Including some politics. <laughs> this is. Why are you? Open your eyes when you smile, when you laugh too, Alice. Why are you attacking me? I'm not, not attacking stop you. Oh, that's that coming. Corner. That's coming in just a moment. So what? I watched War Games with my son. I had seen this War Games with my dad. My brother and I saw it with our dad in 1983, and um. We loved it. It was a great bonding movie for us guys, and we loved it. Of course, back then, nobody had computers, and so it was really, like, wondrous stuff. They had a modem, and he, you know, he broke in and got into the military. This He hacked, whatever, and the, the kid was, like, incredible, incredible role model for us. This is the young Matthew Broderick. The stuff was this could, pre or post Ferris Bueller? Oh, pre. This is, this is okay. his first anything. And this is, it was just incredible. This was, like, it's it's interesting. It's 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 Ferris Bueller in a way because he did so many things that as a kid, as a ten year old at that point, that we saw him doing. Th- oh my god, that changes everything. We need to do that. He was he kind of MacGyvered some stuff. I don't want to give it away because you'll be watching it tonight. He kind of MacGyvered. Yeah, I've never seen this. Which is what what the first attack, by the way. I know that's why I stepped on it. Okay. Oh, Alby. <laughs> um. 
So I guarantee you at some point during this podcast, you will be leaving that seat and walking downstairs to refresh your salad. <laughs> what? Um, so, so anyway, it was just, it just blew our minds as, as young people. So now I'm watching it now as an old man. And I realized just how much I had missed about the movie that I, and I never got. It just hit you in different ways. When you, back then, it was just all the gimmetry and gadgets. Now, the movie, I can't believe how good a movie it is. There, every scene is valuable in that movie. Every scene is thick. Every scene brings forward some kind of character who you've run into in life. Some kind of character. I mean, that movie had so many characters, and, and one of the reasons it's brilliant is because none of them are wasted. Much like Die Hard. I was just talking to my brother today about this. Much like, you know, his friend Scott. Uh, always quotes uh, War Games and Die Hard, and it totally makes sense because both of them are hugely quotable. Both of them contain no wasted scenes. Anyway, War Games just it blew me away how good this movie was, and actually my son loved it, and he's only eight. He's eight you years old. You do know how old he is. Congratulations. Do you want a prize? Oh, it's interesting. Uh, listen, Alice, <laughs> hang, walk it off. <laughs> so listen, he's... um. He's uh, and we watched a bunch of trailers to see what old movie he might want to see, and the, the even the so you guys, if you have young kids, even the trailer for War Games was good. It was a, a great trailer, just a great trailer and a great movie. It is so inspiring and a great movie. So anyway, I didn't realize just how how deep the conversation was. It was really, do we want to put the security of the country in the trust of human beings with human emotions? Or do you want to entrust it, or, or are humans do humans have too many frailties? And so, <clears throat> do you need to make it just computers? Because computers won't have these human frailties, unless, of course, the computer is something that might learn. And so, anyway, it's just, it's brilliant and inspired me. Now, I can't believe, and this is where I, per Shields up, Alice. Say Shields up. Say Shields up. You can do it. Shields up, number one. Shields up? No. Okay. <laughs> Are you already soused? No. <laughs> oh, oh, here we go. Versus the denial, and then wait till if she gets angry in a second, then we're gonna know what's coming. Take <laughs> a video of me eating fat pieces of crap. Um, so I, I just was videotaped illegally against my will. <laughs> Massachusetts is a two-party consent state, by the way. You can't just go out and record people without them knowing. Massachusetts is, Governor Huey Long put it into uh, writing, Massachusetts is a subjugation of the wife state. You're officially, Alice, I believe, a possession of the husband in this state. So I can represent both parties, and you consented. <laughs> I did not yes, consent, you did. no. So how is it that you never, I can't believe my wife told me yesterday she never saw, or today, never saw War Games. And I'm astounded by this. How could you not see War Games? Because you don't know me unless you've seen War Games. That's almost like I saying, don't know. I've done okay so far know. with you. We've oh. gotten along all right. Wow. <laughs> I'm just saying. I didn't know it was a requirement. It hasn't mattered for the last 11 years. I don't know when it's, when does it start? When do I notice that I don't know you? <laughs> Essentially, I've been enough woman for you this whole time. Wow, Alice. No, you don't know me because <clears throat> War Games makes up a part of my personality. So either. <clears throat> I mean, there's lots of now, things you on. don't know about me, hold but on, you're not going to start listening yeah, but, yeah, but, to and reading Alice, everything I do. But I'm very interesting. So now this is this is the thing. There's lots of aspects of my personality <clears throat> depths you'll never plumb because the, you're yes, not but, interested but in Alice, knowing about Alice, what show them. is this? 
Not this, but this. Tom Shattuck? Correct. This is the, the My Life show. You are a leading character in this show. You're not the lead character, obviously, in the show. Wow, lucky right. me. So, but, but here's Could the thing. I potentially I, win like Best Supporting Actress? In this we'll show? see. We'll see if you play your cards right. That's why you just did a screen test with it to show how you drink a Bloody Mary. But here's the thing. It's like, uh, there's so much of my personality comes from that movie. That, that, uh, that either means to me that you've been lying to me <laughs> for over a decade. How and, is I lying? Well, uh, hold on, ladies and gentlemen of the jury. I will tell you how. Okay. Because I, w- I have definitely referenced war games. So you have either A, pretended to understand what I meant and faked it, or two, totally missed it completely with zero <laughs> regard. You are missing part of our relationship. I you have a lot of there things is Tom that you say there is in war, all honesty. There is what? No. There is Star Wars Tom Shattuck. There's um, Lord of the Rings Tom Shattuck. There's, you're lucky I haven't read any books because <laughs> obviously books is done, but <clears throat> there would be those Tom Shattucks. <laughs> but there aren't. There aren't. <laughs> but there's War Games Tom Shattuck. And so all those other Tom Shattucks know you intimately, except for War Games Tom Shattuck. And I can't believe this. That's why we're going to watch it. Alice, this is, how did you miss this? Your parents, are your parents not physicists? Yeah. This is this came out in 1983. I believe your mom was attending an Ivy League institution at the time, was she not? She might already have had her PhD from it at the time. Okay, that's fine. But or her master's. Okay, yes, but whatever. Uh, we should get anyway. your mother on the phone. Well, she won't answer. She'll dodge. She'll dodge like daughter. Something. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to know from from your mother. There's no way your dad did not see this movie. There's no way any man in the. Uh, okay, he is unorthodox. I will say. And he, you should see him drink a Bloody Mary. It's remarkable. He eats it. I've never seen anything like it. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> anyway, I'm just... Alice. <laughs> I am just blown away at this. And I don't even know where to start. Because it is... It, it, I mean, it's such a huge... Did you not know this is a huge institution, War Games? No. You didn't know that War Games is a huge institution. I didn't know. <laughs> Are you... Recording me yes, again? Yes, I am recording you. You're Stop under it. you're under oath. Stop Nobody's it. mentioned war games to you before. No. Ever. No. By the way, you're being recorded on video anyway. Else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recording the video. I'm in control oh, of it. I don't consent to that. As a matter of fact. Okay. Let's. See. Okay. You rest now. Gonna need you later. All right. So. It's an incredibly important movie. I mean, you just wonder. I want to know from from you guys. Have you got you guys have all seen War Games? Obviously, all the guys have seen War Games. You're not an American man if you haven't seen War Games. There's no you'd be missing too much of the orientation information to <laughs> to communicate and relate to each other, especially if you're uh, Gen X or even a little older. Well, maybe you failed to do your job no, as a husband. You, then you know what? Telling me about husband. Okay. Archie, we'll call him. Okay. We'll call him David. How about that? Okay. Toast Husband has definitely seen War Games. There is no way in hell. Probably. Chip, who lives up the street, has definitely seen War probably. Games. Probably. And if he didn't, then we could never talk. I mean, But his wife probably hasn't. No, that's right. But that's, that's different. And that brings me to issue number two with you. <laughs> What's <laughs> issue number two with me? Now, that said, I wouldn't be surprised if Toast hasn't seen War Games. I right. also 
I bet you Leslie has seen War Games. So why do you... Bailey has not seen War Games. Why do you expect me to be like one of your guy friends? Because there's some things... Well, because as prom queen as you were and this popular... (laughs) (coughs) In Lexington High School... Why am I being attacked? You're not being attacked. Once again. You're not being attacked. I would just say that somebody who was the... We'll say the goat of the math club... Um, probably would have seen or known about war games. Just like it was you, a little before my time. I know, Alice, but they've I preserved the school. video for future generations. <laughs> I was in high school twenty years after this. <clears throat> we saw like hackers with Angelina Jolie in it, right? Right? Is that who's in that? Don't ever mention hackers. Sorry, jeez. Nothing is in the league of war games. Sorry, I didn't It's a know. command performance by Matthew Broderick. Dabney Coleman should have won an Oscar. The guy who plays the Fat General should have won an Oscar. There should have been 43 Oscars distributed for that thing. It okay. is so important. So we're going to watch it tonight. Here's my second thing. You guys, if you don't know this, my wife is part of a secret society now. Why are you telling people I this can't is a t- secret? Okay, she's not part of a secret society. My friend's wife, Madge, is part of a secret <laughs> society, okay? What I'm just saying is this. Is that if I were, let's say, part of a secret society, uh-huh. and in in bringing people to the secret society, mm-hmm. you would know about war games. No, how could you have not brought me? It's a women's secret society. No, no, yes. no, 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 Alice. I bring everything together. I'm a great host. I'm a great. If you watch the Lady David show, it's I can, a women's secret I can society. Middle, it would not be the yes, same with women you there. We Alice, had lots no, of intimate, no, great conversations. Alice, women don't know how to have fun. It's you a, guys don't. We had a lot of fun just because no, you, you didn't. wouldn't have had fun. We no, did you didn't. have fun. We you did. guys, women don't know how to it's have fun. It's actually technically no. possible to have fun without it is you not. there. The woman's level of fun without a guy is about a C minus. <laughs> And it's things like going to like the spa to get uh, pedicure. Like that's fun in your world, which is sad and terrible for you. But you guys have. F- <laughs> How often have you known me to do that? You guys by have the way. long been. Well, you actually have no fun in, in your life because <laughs> you're a slave to your circumstance. That's different. That's a different tragedy for a different time, Alice. Probably one of the reasons you were eating the the, uh, the Bloody Mary. But you know, here's a, here's the thing: is that you guys, women have too much public consideration and politeness to have proper fun. There's a chance Bailey may may have the wherewithal to not... Oh, sorry, not not Bailey. Not anybody that I know. I Nobody know. But you guys are too polite society to know how to have fun. That's why you need a cretin like me. We had a lot of fun. And you it's sh- a secret society, and I'm not saying any more <clears throat> about it, except that it was great, and you still aren't invited. Well, I'm fine. But it's a lot more fun with me. I'm telling you, you guys should bring me in as a. It's a different fun. I get the fun of being with you bring every me in day, twenty four seven. Bring me in as the keynote. No, we don't need a guy there. Yeah, it's not a guy. It's me. <laughs> so you're not a guy. I'm the the glue that binds you people, Alice. <clears throat> I would have been absolute fun. I saw. I saw... you're a darling, but we. I see you all the time. This was a different sort of thing. No, you need me there. You guys are not have fun. Not have fun. It was- so that's the second thing. That's it. And then that's it. That's the only other. That's the only other grievance I have. My only other gr- grievance is uh, news related, and okay. <clears throat> it's just so interesting. Um, 
it's just so interesting. We watched or we listened to you and I together to some of the Sunday shows today. And I'm glad you normally do that, and I don't have to. Yeah, they're do pretty awesome. Because it was really boring. And one of the things that just blew me away, and we listened to it together a little bit, was that these people, when they talk, when Jake or Margaret, Margaret or Jake or Chuck or George um, um, or uh, John or Don or Anderson <sighs> or even Chris or Brett talk to uh, Fauci and and the rest, um, they um, they're totally they're, they they give total deference to them. So they, they act like we heard today. So they had um, Gottlieb on today. Uh, one of them had Gottlieb. Vivek Murthy was on with uh, Tapper, and he asked him all sorts of the same things. Vivek Murthy saying, what we do know is that if we if everybody just uh, make sure you mask and social distance and get your vaccine, and saying the same old thing, the same old thing, same old thing. And Tapper at one moment point said, well, Joe, Joe Biden said last year that we hadn't got enough tests out and we had dropped the ball. Is it fair to say that, that we have dropped the ball in the last year? And Mark Murphy said, well, what's really important is that we're really pushing forward and doing this, doing this, and we have to make sure we get more people out there vaccinating and we'll get more masking and we'll see what it is. And Tapper said, okay, essentially, okay, more masking and vaccine. Got it. What they, te- they treat these people like they're talking to their own primary care physician and say, okay, more riboflavin. Got it. I'll do that. Start push- pushing these people together. These aren't your PCP. These aren't doctors. These are public health officials who are affiliated with the executive branch of the administration. Hold these people accountable for the damn things they say. It's ridiculous. They're afraid that, that, that Vivek Murthy is fragile or that Fauci is fat, fragile. So they're afraid to do anything but show total deference. And or they're afraid that if they push back, they'll get the Margaret Brennan treatment from whatever that was like two, three weeks ago, where he goes, well, what about January 6th? <laughs> right. <laughs> like... But they do like the most mild pushback and they immediately get, you're questioning science himself, Dr. Fauci, which is, you know, not helpful necessarily. So they've learned to just like kind of toe the line and be like, oh, okay, great. Sounds good. Yep. We'll fax more and mask more. But all that does is degrade trust in these people. Now you're just seeing them collude with with people in the media who obviously have the same agenda, who want... When Jake Tapper is talking to public health officials, mm-hmm. he wants them to yell at Trumpers. That's really what he wants them to do. So he'll kind of lead them in that direction. Matter of fact, today he had a Republican on who's also a doctor. And Jake said, he finished it by saying, okay. Um, and Jake said, well, well I'm, aren't you worried that this many people in your town, ta- in your in Louisiana, whatever, like 20 million people, whatever, 10 million, 500,000, whatever, are unvaccinated? And uh, and he said, well, a lot are unvaccinated, but a lot of them uh, have gotten it before, so they have uh, antibodies to it. So, I mean, we got to add that in, too. And Jake said, yes, but it's a, it's a medical fact. We know through the CDC and others that the vaccine is much more potent and powerful than uh, having previously had it. And the, the guy, the Republican governor, who's a doctor, said, I don't know that, Jake. And Jake said, well, the CDC says, he's, no, 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 I don't, I, don't, I don't know that. I don't know that to be true. I know that that if you've had COVID, it it gives you in a very high resistance um, to you know to the coronavirus, et cetera, et cetera. So Jake said, "Oh, okay," because the CDC, and he said, uh, "Yeah, I don't know that. I don't know that to be true, Jake." And the guy's a doctor, so he didn't know it to be true, so he wasn't going to say it's going to be true. But 
It's the first doctor who somehow, because he came out as a governor, who was there to get yelled at by Jake for having a low vaccination rate, actually set him straight. Instead right. of saying, because if you had put Fauci in that position, he would have said, yeah, absolutely, Jake. We need people to get out there, get vaxxed, where am I? Vivek Murthy would have said the same thing. Wilensky would have said the same thing. Because right. they're, they're not out there as physicians. They're out there as people trying to manipulate you. And it's freaking crazy that we've got their that their partners are in the media like this. It's freaking crazy. I understand that Jake Tapper and all those other people are big Democrats. And that's fine. They all went to Columbia. They all are, you know, uh, coastal elite pedigree, etc. But for frig's sake, you don't just, it shouldn't be retract. You don't just stop being a reporter, for God's sakes. And they've totally stopped. And that is freaking, that is dangerous. That's why people are done there are states, and I would say that actually people in this house, and I would probably say if I knew anybody in a secret society, that all those people are simply effing done with this. Yeah, I mean, I think I think even a lot of non-secret society type people, I think even a lot of liberals are done with this, right? We have uh, relations that we saw around Christmas time who both, I mean, the previous Christmas time would not come in our house without everybody being masked and, like, stood far apart from everybody. And now they're vaccinated and they're done wearing masks around other people. And their logic may be because we don't care at this point if unvaccinated people get COVID and die. It's not my problem. But they're just done with restrictions. And, you know, it's interesting to me because it seems to me that, like, almost all the people in my circles are done with restrictions. Left, right, center, no matter how they feel about COVID, no matter how they feel about the vaccine, like pretty much everybody that I know personally is in agreement that like the time for restrictions is now over, that this is getting ridiculous. It doesn't need to be in schools. It doesn't need to be like we don't need to be doing this anymore. There's no point to it. Right. As long as high risk people have access to vaccines, like we've done what we can do and that's it. And... <laughs> It's interesting to me because this study came out that uh, it's from Rasmussen Reports and um, who did they partner with? They partner with somebody. Anyway, it's from Rasmussen Reports and they, oh, the Heartland Institute. And they polled people about like what kind of COVID restrictions they'd like to see. And what they found is that 55% of Democrats would support fining people who don't get vaccinated. 59% of Democrats would favor a policy requiring citizens remain confined to their homes at all times except for emergencies if they refuse to be vaccinated. <clears throat> so this is already here. <laughs> I don't want to hear that 70% of Republicans think Donald Trump secretly won. Most Democrats want to imprison <clears throat> Unvaccinated people. Yes. Right. People that are different than them. Uh-huh. Uh, but it gets worse. Nearly half, 48% of Democrats, think federal and state governments should be able to in to fine or imprison individuals who publicly question the efficacy of COVID-19 vaccines on social media, television, radio, or in online or digital publications. So this is effing insane. <laughs> But Alice, Half of Democrats Alice. want to lock people up for questioning COVID vaccines. Half. Half. Your friends who voted for Biden, half of them want to put you in prison if you ask questions about the COVID vaccine. That is nuts. That is nuts. I'm sorry. That That's like beyond. And here I we don't go. know. I, I, wanna, I just want to give an example. 
I think you had tweeted it to me, or I forgot where we saw it, but um, this thing by some doctor saying, my son did everything right. He's Daughter, did- yes, I did <coughs> tweet it to you. Let me find it for you. She did everything right. As soon as you hear somebody, by the way, tweet out that we did everything right, but because some people refuse to get vaccinated, she now is COVID positive. <clears throat> the moment you hear that, that is somebody who's insane. But somebody who's getting absolutely high off the idea that they are victim. Oh, the tweet's deleted. That's why oh, it's okay. gone. Yeah. He's a doctor. He said, my daughter did everything right. But still, <laughs> somebody, because some Trump jackwad wouldn't get vaccinated, she had, now has COVID. Uh-oh. This, this, this necessity of people or this priority of, of so many people to find a perpetrator over everything else, prioritizing it over everything else. Is crazy. Okay. The uh, the <laughs> tornado is about to touch down. <clears throat> What's going on? Allie unlocked the door to go to the bathroom. Come on. I mean, I mean, no comments. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. We won't be commenting on that. <clears throat> is Cyril taking over for you? <laughs> no, I'm putting your camera back on you. He moved it as he came into the room. My son, James, what did you think of War Games? That was really good. Yeah. It's really good. He said, come here. Come on over to this. You're not on camera. I don't, now you are. What did you like most about it? Uh, Close. Probably the way he, um, he like, got into the telephone. Right. By that, just, it, like... Which was the same thing that when I was a kid that we loved. The way he used the, the beer, yeah. the cap to a can to get a dial tone. <clears throat> All his hacks, really. That's what it is. Yeah. He's a hacker in everything. Not just computers, but telephones, door locks. He's a hacker in everything. <laughs> His report card. <clears throat> so, <clears throat> thank you, young man. I appreciate it. But, uh, so there's James. <clears throat> who now has seen more war games than my wife has. <laughs> She's incredible. When I talked to your uncle. He's very uh, uh, looking forward to seeing it with you, too, James. So we're going to watch it again, too. I want potato juice. <clears throat> you want, he wants potato juice. Oh, do you want to try? You can, James, you can give me a little bit of this potato juice downstairs if he wants. It's very spicy, though. Go ahead, James. Give me some. <clears throat> yeah, just a little bit, James. I give him, I, James. I give him just a little. I just give him a little. Don't knock out any bowl. of those cables, please. This is, I, this is, is yes. Hello. Check. 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 <laughs> okay. Uh, might be spicy, so get some milk ready. All right. <sighs> so okay, to go on with that. Uh, so that was the doctor who was salty, was, and we're hearing more of this. Because we all gave his kid COVID but else we, somehow. You and I, even though she did everything, we know right. this. We've gone through so many Facebook pages, et cetera, neighborhood Facebook pages, that we know people feel like this. People feel like this. I've had people yell at me on the radio saying, "Those are the rules. Those are the rules. That's why we do it. Those are the rules. You follow the rules." It's like, man, are you okay? But they're not okay. This poll. Talk about a mental health problem. Maybe we can begin the conversation. We can, you know, from over here to just bipolar depression, uh, the mental health problem due to COVID, to over here, opioid deaths. Maybe we need to have a different discussion in this country. Push the push the pandemic aside for a bit and have a real talk. Because if you're somebody who feels that somebody who questions the science, you're so angry at them... That you want to put them in prison. Yes, that's that means you're deranged. <laughs> now those people probably are feeling well. They're not probably. They're definitely feeling that because because some people are being bad. That's forcing institutions or the state 
to oppress them. But it's not true. The state is choosing to oppress them. You know, right. they have America in Florida. Well, right. It's, and it's not clear that if you put people in prison who question the vaccine on social media that they're that COVID's going to go away. Yeah, but <laughs> what do they really want else? Do they want COVID to go away? Or do they want the, the people who... I mean, I think they would say that if you ask them. I think they would say, or, I want COVID to I'm go sure away, and you're the one stopping it from going sh- away. Yeah, right? but I think that they would rather, I think they are so disgusted by certain people. When you're on the left, you think of people on the right as dumb, cretinous effers. Like, there was this, um, I had tweeted it out some time ago, I don't know where it is right now, but there was this picture, this poster at a uh, MBTA bus stop. That showed this big, fat, angry white person yelling at this little woman in a hijab. Mm-hmm. It was a cartoon, but it was a drawing. But and it said, "Please be courteous of others when you're on this. If you, and if you notice any hate happening, please dial this number for the MBTA." So somebody there thinks they look and say, "Look, a big, fat white guy. Of course he's going to yell at somebody because because that's what they they've got a composite of evil." And it's not into it's not an, it's not the result of an intellectual formulation, it's a result of their own frigging hangups and priors, and so they are just waiting for somebody to embody this uh, cartoonish idea of all the cause evils in the world, Alice. Now you know, be, you know, Trump will break the economy, breaks us. We're la- laughed at at the world stage. This uh, unemployment, he got the virus. <clears throat> you know, remember. They consider, the people on the left consider people like us the cause of all the problems ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. And so they've got all this hate, pent up hatred. It's not even very pent up. Now we've got social media. Yeah, they actually just take out all their hatred openly on people that they don't like. Right. I mean, the fact that they're comfortable enough to say this to pollsters, you know. And it used to manifest itself in other ways. I remember my dad one time, I don't know if we still have it, but my dad one time, in, right around 2000, he had a big SUV. You remember that? What was that? It was a. Exp- it was an expedition. Navigator. Oh, expedition, okay. Yeah, an expedition. And and somebody left a a preprinted note. It was mm-hmm. included, like, it was, I think it was a Mickey Mouse graphic that said, Next time, do you mind parking your behemoth somewhere else? It had the word behemoth in it. Mm-hmm. And a Mickey Mouse note. So somebody hated that he had a stupid, huge SUV. And he left a note in his car, which, of course, thrilled him. Of course, he thought it was a – he kept – that's why it was hanging at his house. <laughs> but there's a person out there that means who's out there – this is before social media – who has a stack of notes in her car. Ready to go. Ready to go, looking around, spending time <laughs> doing – and now with social media, of course, <clears throat> they're all set. You know, they're perfectly all set, which is why the, the, the story in um, Simsbury, Connecticut – Mm-hmm. With the woman we haven't talked about on this show, I don't think. Have we talked about this? I don't think we've gotten to this yet here. There's a woman. Should I Should I read it? Sure. <clears throat> so here's the story, if you guys don't know. If you've heard it on TIC, um, then we'll talk about it still. Uh, so there is – here's the news. <clears throat> Hopefully this story has developed somewhat. Simsbury police investigate report of man frightening young girl over BLM sticker before pasting Trump decal over it. <clears throat> are you ready? Mm-hmm. What are you looking at? I was looking at a text that someone shared with me. They took a picture of an elevator they were at where it said, 
practice social distancing when waiting for the elevator and only get on with those already in your circle. When in doubt, wait for the next empty elevator. I want the list of the names of people waiting for the next empty elevator. So listen to this. Joanna Smiley said a routine errand. Listen to how this is written. Now, uh, I assume the reporter talked to her, but he also got this from a Facebook post she had put up. Joanna Smiley. Ready? Mm -hmm, I'm listening. I need you to make eye contact. I'm listening to the story. Joanna Smiley said a routine errand in Simsbury turned frightening for her eight-year-old daughter when a man came up to their parked car, banged on the window, angrily tried to tear off a Black Lives Matter sticker, and then pasted a Trump decal over it. Already, <clears throat> this should jump out at you. <laughs> One, Joanna Smiley said a routine errand. That's almost like a writer would write it. It was just a routine errand. It was nothing. It was just, I was... I was minding my own business, just going out there doing a routine errand. Uh, when a guy banged on the window angrily, <clears throat> as if people have the time now to be looking around parking lot for stickers, angrily tries to tear off a Black Lives Matter sticker and then pasted a Trump decal over it. Obviously, the first thing that's jump out at you, obviously, is that this is not real. <laughs> this is a lie. So I mean... Just the idea that anybody's going around parking lots, banging on windows and tearing off other people's stickers. Unsuccessfully. <laughs> and then, but is prepared. Has with them. Yeah, a contingency plan. <laughs> I may not be able to tear it off after my angry pounding at first. <laughs> so I'm going to need a, a contingency. And that's where he brings his Trump sticker. So but he not only that. Is the fact that she has Black Lives Matter stickers, and this comes from me having seen like the Facebook post where she posted the pictures of the aftermath of the incident. She has stickers all over the windows of her car, which I would say in and of itself, that's pretty unusual. We're not talking about a bumper sticker. You're already going around with like drivers and passenger side stickers on the windows. I mean, we have stickers right. on our windows, but that's because our kids like get stickers at the doctor's office and at market basket. Right, because 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 we have no discipline or order. Okay, here we go. I came out of the store with a snack for her. I asked if she was okay. She said, "No, I'm not okay." A man was slapping at our window. Smiley said Wednesday. That's not what you want to hear your child say. She said. Smiley called police from the parking lot and also notified the manager of a nearby CVS because her daughter said the man went there after walking away from the car. Officers checked with stores near Fitzgerald's supermarket where Smiley, where Smiley was parked to see if surveillance video captured the, in the incidents. Deputy Chief Chris Davis said officers did not find witnesses Tuesday, but will continue talking with nearby businesses. Now, interestingly enough, I have moles in Missouri, and she was in fact parked kind of far away from the storefront. But no, 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 doesn't matter. Smiley followed up with police Wednesday afternoon to say that she wants to press charges if a suspect is found. So it really must have happened now since she's looking to do some paperwork. Smiley, who is white, said she views the incident as a hate crime and finds it troubling that it happened just days before Martin Luther King Day. My goodness, what do you know? Yeah, it reminds me of when the uh, person who runs the uh, guilty for being white people uh, meetings in melrose mm -hmm. on her martin luther king day volunteering at the library managed to find a swastika on the chair mm. <laughs> exactly it's the same thing who so so interesting so smiley who was white 
said she views the incident as a hate crime and finds it troubling that it happened just before days before Martin Luther King. Well, interesting. That's a news tie-in. Yeah. Martin Luther King. And the fact that she is white means that, you know what? She's white and she had Black Lives Matter stuff on her car. That, what a good person. Yeah. So now it makes sense why the person would have had a Trump sticker and go around attacking people because it was Martin Luther King Day after Every all. day. That's, that's what all conservatives I know spend Martin Luther King Day doing. Absolutely. That's what I was doing today. <laughs> Smiley, a freelance writer. This, I think, was what she's suing me for, by the way. She's now on her social media saying that she wants to sue me. Smiley, a freelance writer and West Hartford native who has lived in San Diego, Pittsburgh, and New York City, said it was sad that this had happened in the town where she has resided for the past four years. So my question to the Hartford Current uh, reporter would be, or maybe I'll try to get him on. Why is it in there that she lived in San Diego, Pittsburgh, and New York City? What is a freelance writer in West Hartford? Maybe that's their way of hinting that she's unstable. Uh, I don't think that they are hinting that. But you would, if you're a reporter, you to would, me it hints that this person's unstable. Well, yeah, but if if you're a reporter, then you'd want to be asking her, why are you, why are you <laughs> telling me this exactly? Why are you, I love Simsbury. I feel so at peace here. There are so many good people here trying to do the right thing. She said Wednesday, but this is not the first instance of discrimination I've heard about here. Not everyone has the chutzpah to go public. How is this discrimination? This is not the first instance of discrimination. This is no more discrimination than it is shoplifting. Well, maybe it's because neither. they discriminated against the Black Lives Matter sticker versus the other stickers on her car. Are you sure? <laughs> I don't know. That's all I can think I don't know. I don't know what the discrimination was exactly. Sm- Smiley posted an account of the incident. The, the fact that the guard for current doesn't care about asking her any questions means that they've taken this thing a whole cloth. It's too delicious to them. Oh, yes. Trump voter hate crime, Martin Luther King holiday, just put it up there. Although they should be absolutely destroyed for this. And they will be tomorrow. Smiley posted an account of the incident on two Simsbury community pages on Facebook, saying she believes discussion about social justice is badly needed in town because of the political climate over the past several years. By the way, she's those uh, um, postings have been taken off. She's so credible and has so much veracity to what she says that the community page people said, hey, you know what, we'll just take this off. It might just be, in fairness to the community page mm-hmm. people, it might just have gotten too ugly. Some Facebook community pages don't like Maybe, but I think I think some of these are 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 um, lefty pages where they'd love this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Smiley posted an account of the incident on two Simsbury community pages on Facebook saying she believes discussion about social justice is Badly needed in town because of the political climate over the past several years. Hmm. Wow. You know what? This is the kind of person that seems to find... She moved to Simsbury how many years ago? I don't know. I think it was four. like four years ago, right? Like I so love now that when she's people now, move to a the, town, they're the, like, but, but, we need, you need to have a discussion. Here's the thing, though, Alice. This is a news item in the Hartford Current. Mm-hmm. What, who, where, how, when? Smiley posted an account of the incident to Simsbury Community Places on Facebook, saying she believes discussion about social justice is badly needed in town because of the political climate over there. You'd leave that, you'd cut that right out. That's not why she she just posted it. Open dialogue is so key. The soul of Simsbury is in danger right now, she said. What does that have to do with the assault, the hate crime, and the discrimination that happened in the car with her daughter? And by the way... My callers brought up the fact that it was 12 degrees. Was her daughter left in the car alone? Was the car on? 
Also, which is not good if it, if the car was on because people are jacking cars left and right out of that town and other towns around Greater Hartford. And also, if okay, let me just go on with this. The town, which is overwhelmingly white, and and among the most affluent in Greater Hartford, which is why it's a perfect place to do this, <laughs> has organized numerous roundtables on racism and bias in recent years. Of course, it has. The town council in 2020. Declared racism a public health crisis. Oh. And designated the local spirit council as a formal, I don't know what that is, municipal committee to explore diversity issues. I guess things just got a little quiet. And so it was time. There was a dearth of hate crimes recently. Things got a little quiet, so it's time to remind people. I'm very disappointed to hear this happen. First selectman Wendy Max Studdis said Wednesday afternoon when she learned of the incident. By the way, when, uh, Wendy, why would it, you be disappointed to hear this happen before verifying that this happened? Why would you be so quick to indict the character of your own town the that you represent? The soul of your town is at stake. The soul why would you be so stake. quick to let that happen? Oh, absolutely. We're pieces of crap here. Yeah, we do that. We do that. F you. That's the point Step of this down. movement. I'm slamming her tomorrow, too. That's the point of this movement is to go around saying that you're a piece of crap. Deacon Art Miller of St. Mary's Church responded to Smiley's face post saying, Thank you. We shall not be quiet in the face of violence. Has any of these people literally ever been quiet? I just want to know. Hey, wait, but I- also, Alice, in the face of what? <laughs> what violence? The violence of the slapping of the removal. <laughs> By the way, what I know personally when I want to remove a sticker from a window, I slap it. I think that's always the most effective way. Smiley said her daughter, Zoe, of course it's Zoe, was shaken up by the incident, but was able to go to school Wednesday. Why do we need to know that? What Wait, is? how would she not be able to go to school Wednesday? But, but what is that? No, like I really Was she able to go to school the next day? Uh, yes, she was. Okay, thank you. Let's see, yes. <laughs> I can no, imagine, really. like, like, this, what, what is this reporter's job? What would make you not job? able to go to school? About the window. It doesn't and- mean anything. I, I don't know. Did she go to a recreational basketball afterwards? I heard there was going to be a game. Did she go to ground round after that? I heard that she was going to... I don't know. Smiley was driving her home from school Tuesday a- afternoon around 2.50. This is where it gets beautiful. Smiley was driving her home from school Tuesday at around 2.50. Around 2.50, Alice. Mm-hmm. It's around 2.50. Is two, you know what 250 is around? Three. Right. And that's what I would write, unless around 250 means something to you. She was driving her home from school Tuesday afternoon around 250 when she stopped at Fitzgerald's to get her a snack. Zoe has diabetes. Mm-hmm. And Smiley was concerned about her blood sugar. Now, this should say Zoe has diabetes, and Smiley indicated she was concerned about her blood sugar. But no, the Hartford Currents decided to just give it to her. Absolutely, she was concerned. Yeah. Zoe has diabetes and Smiley was concerned about blood sugar. The incident happened while Smiley was in the store and Zoe was in the car. Also, not legal. In It's a small thing. I mean, I'm going to leave her in the car. person, so I didn't bring this up, but somebody else did. But also, if you were worried about her blood sugar, I thought it was a routine errand. It seems like more than a routine errand. It seems like a bit of a medical situation. But that's fine. This is between the Hartford Current and, and our... Joanna. It, and Joanna. Smiley said she had no argument with no with other drivers or shoppers, and that her daughter didn't recognize the man who approached the car parked car. She described him as in his twenties or thirties with brown hair. That's it. Nothing else we need to know about this man. 
20s. What other color was anything else? Do we get to know that? Yeah, what was he wearing? Right. Well, was yes, was he a white man? You would think. Was he a black man? And if he was a black man, then you'd think that that, that changes the very nature of all of this. But like That's, colored jacket, that might help them on the CVS security camera footage to know which person it was since they want to press charges. If they want to identify the person, they could provide a little bit more right, detail. Right, but remember, this is, prob- this is coming from Zoe. So Zoe's telling her it was in his 20s and 30s with brown hair. Now, why didn't Zoe tell her what color the person was? Because Zoe has been trained. Not- because they're really good people. Mm-hmm. And they wouldn't ask about something like that. And they want you to know that. So the whole reason this obviously made up purpose does not have a color. <laughs> is because they're really good people who would never ask about a color. Here we go now. Here's another quote from uh, Joanna Smiley. I have a lot of stickers on my car that are reflections of my value as a person. <laughs> now, to me, as the reporter or as the editor, I would say, okay, this person's a, a uh, fruitcake, so just make sure that we take this with a grain of salt and salt and check everything because this is a nut job, obviously. That's what I would say to my reporter. <laughs> I have a lot of stickers on my car that are reflections of my value as a person. Values. Values as a person. Do you think she stopped there or elaborated? I don't think she was done telling us. No. There are two Stars of David, two Ruth Bader Ginsburg stickers, two Black Lives Matter stickers, and equality stickers, she said. He wasn't interested in the others. He tried peeling off a Black Lives Matter sticker. He tore it, but it didn't come off. That's, That's like w- a metaphor, right? Uh, Yes, That's of course. Deep. Of course. He tore it, but it didn't come <clears> off. <throat> that, right. That's when he put a Trump sticker over it. Smiley said she was able to remove the Trump sticker in hopes to get a replacement for her damaged decal. She hopes to. Well, maybe she should start a GoFundMe or something. Right. She hopes to get a replacement for her damaged decal. You know, it's not that simple. She's not a person of means who can just get a, you know, she hopes to, maybe. <laughs> Here we go. This is how it, This is how this ends. This is Don Stakem, who at the Hartford Current, who I'll be reaching out to to come on the air tomorrow. He says, quote, the Black Lives Matter sticker is half hanging off right now. I'm leaving it on. I'm purposefully not letting hatred win. That's how this news item ends. Last two sentences once again. Smiley said she was able to remove the Trump sticker in hopes to get a replacement for her damaged decal. It ends with this quote with no qualification from the, uh, the reporter whatsoever. The Black Lives Matter sticker is half hanging off right now. I'm leaving it on. I'm purposely not letting hatred win. Dun, dun, dun. <clears throat> now, he should actually, if he if, there, if he were a reporter, which I'll talk to him tomorrow and we'll see if he is, should say, um, what does that mean that you, you're purposely not hating, letting hatred win? How does that let hatred win if you leave your... Just take the sticker off and put a new one on. All right, all right. I mean, <clears throat> there's any number of things that could have happened. This is uh, this was this was too good for the Hartford Current to vet whatsoever. Too good, so they've just taken this. Now I don't know this woman. I don't know this plaza. I don't know this writer for the Hartford Current. I don't know the perp in this situation. <clears throat> I don't know the cops. I don't, I don't really know. I don't know the, the culture of the town. But I have come out loudly and said uh, immediately that this is horse. Sh- and it absolutely is. 
Now, I hope to be uh, to to see how this ends up very shortly, so that we can circle back, as they say, mm-hmm. with those uh, folks and learn a little bit more. But this is the craziness. When you look at that poll that you just talked about, these are the people who are everyday Americans. These are bumper sticker people. Right. But except a lot of these people just have lawn signs. But they're all the same crazy psycho. Thank you uh, so much for joining us, everybody. You can find the rest of the show on Patreon. We're going to be over there doing a little bit extra. I have a few more results from the poll to share. We want to talk about Glenn Youngkin, maybe talk a little bit about James Carville that we saw today on the Sunday shows. Uh, By the way, my dear. Yes. My beautiful wife. Yes. I feel much better. Uh, My spirits are high again. I remember yesterday, middle of last week, I just... You know, maybe abusing me over how I drink a Bloody Mary. Well, you ate the Bloody Mary is the problem, Alice. I'm sorry. That's the challenge and opportunity. That's what I learned in (laughs) HR. Um... Yeah, so that's at uh, patreon.com slash burn barrel. You can also find us for free, as always, on Twitter, Facebook, and burnbarrelpodcast.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.